I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Welcome back. It's Courtney. Today I'm sitting down with coach Dave Zelnock. Um, he's head coach with, for women's volleyball. We're just excited to sit down and chat with you. Thanks so much for joining us, Dave. We're excited to, to chat and get to know you a little bit better. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so let's just I'll, I'll dive in and just let's have you tell us about the highs and lows of your past season. Um, sure. I mean, one of the, the biggest highs is just we had seven freshmen and you know, when you have seven freshmen join a team, it, they, they overwhelm the, the culture of the team and they bring a lot of energy. You know, most classes are three or four people. We had seven people. So we came in really high energy, a lot of excitement, all that stuff. And that really lasted throughout the year. The, the freshmen kind of fueled us all year. Um, you know, the, the lows of the year, obviously losses aren't great. Um, but being, being the school that we are and the way things go here, it's kind of unavoidable. We're not really a university that's built to have super consistent things because our kids go through stuff during the year that a normal school just, they don't go through. Um, challenge week, ring week, all these things that just, they dominate our kids' life in season for a week here, a week there. Um, you know, we have, we take losses that, you know, sometimes we don't think we should, we think we could have pulled that out, but our kids did 500 push-ups that day and they just, they can't feel their arms. So they can't really swing too hard when, when they can't lift their arms up, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. That's, that, that's kind of always a bummer to lose a match that you, you feel like on your, your best could have beat them, but you weren't really able to put your best out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that's, that's one of the, the hard things about this job. Yeah. But that's awesome that you had that energy coming in with those freshmen. And it's fun that you have so many freshmen that you'll be able to work with as, as they progress in their schooling and with the sport you'll be able to work with them and mold that team yeah I mean of of those seven five of well four of them were starters pretty much all year uh and the fifth one was in and out throughout the year based on kind of health um so Mm -hmm. like five of the seven played significant time um you know we started a libero an opposite two middles and those were all freshmen then we had outside that like I said she was kind of in and out throughout the year but um and they did really well for freshmen competing at the division one level to be out there that much. It's only going to help us in the future. How did you become the head coach? Like what, what brought you to being a head coach for women's volleyball? Um, I was an assistant for, I think nine years before I made a head coaching move and I was at a different school for about five years. And then when I got here, the Citadel's always been a, an interesting place for me. My family's very military. So I'm kind of adjacent to it, you know, mm-hmm. a little sister in the army cousins, uncles, all that stuff. So oh, wow. at a young age, I was actually really interested in the Citadel, but they didn't have volleyball. So it was, I became something like, all right, I'm not going to really. And then I looked back at them later in high school and some of my injuries from sports kind of led me away from ended up coming here. But then 20 years later, I end up here. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, I, I worked my way up from division two, volunteering division two, doing well, division one. I got to coach at my alma mater, Central Michigan. Um, and then from there, Tennessee Tech, and then the Citadel. I know with sports, like a lot of times it comes with a lot of travel, um, being able to play in a, with a university and being able to coach at a university. Um, I know you guys do like a lot of travel around the States. What would you say, because we're a travel company, what would you say your most memorable travel, international travel experience has been in your life? 
Well, I, I didn't get to go anywhere international with my team yet. That's something hopefully we can get on the books soon. But myself personally, I played in one of those, um, you know, those uh, bring it foreign tours or things like that. I don't remember the company, honestly, but it was so long ago. Uh, and we went to Rome, England. Um, I, can't, I can't even remember everywhere where my passport's somewhere around here. But, um, <laughs> you know, we got to play against some some high level teams, some people a lot older than us we were all like 18 and 19 year old guys and we were playing like 30 year old guys with face tattoos who were like all right if we lose they you know they might hurt us so it, it was it was an interesting trip for sure and you know the volleyball was fine but just getting to see different cultures different foods you know everything was really a cool experience and you know a lot of those people because there was a, a women's team with us a lot of those guys and girls you know I'm still friends with and talk to all the time and they're all over the country. So it's, it's really cool to have this connection from 15, 20 years ago with all these people. Yeah, that's so cool. I think that when you travel as a team together, and like you said, there was a women's team there as well. You guys just, you create bonds that are a lot stronger because you've traveled together. There's something about travel that just brings people together, which is really cool. Yeah. And a lot of these people, you know, we haven't been even in the same state in a decade and we're, we still see each other's, Oh, this one had a kid and this one did this. And we all say congrats and we check in on each other and we like, we haven't seen each other in person in such a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But you're still friends and you still have that bond created from, from that experience that you all shared together. That's really cool. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned that you would want to go on, on foreign tours with your teams and that's something that you guys would be, are looking into still doing. So that would be cool to be able to have those bonding experiences with the, the girls that you're coaching, um, to see them bond together the, with, with what travel brings with that. Yeah, they, you know, right now they, they get bonded through fire, you know, the way things are at the Citadel. It's, <laughs> you know, they get bonded from getting up at four in the morning and running miles and they get kind of, you know, that trial by fire is what bonds them. But it would, it yeah. would be great for them to be able to have some happier memories that they can talk about instead of like, Oh my gosh, we survived those things. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that's what, that is kind of what we our function at Citadel is to kind of be that happier thing with athletics, but um, you know, it's still athletics. It's hard. It's competitive and there's injuries and arguments and all that stuff, but going on a foreign tour would be phenomenal for us to, like I said, have that different bonding. If you're an athlete wanting to play for a team in university, what would your advice be to that athlete? Uh, you know, I can only speak to what I look for. Um, I look for interesting people. Like, obviously, everyone has their metrics of what they want. Like, yeah, if you could touch 10 feet and have a cannon for an arm, that's great. But yeah. if, if, you're, if you're kind of a jerk, it doesn't help me. Uh, we spend a lot of time together, close quarters and, you know, bus rides and all this stuff. And if you're just kind of a a grump and a curmudgeon. I, I just don't have much use for those people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've had a couple blue chip athletes over the years and they were just, they were headaches. They were, you know, they were the things that you want. They're six, four outside who touch 10, 10 or whatever, but they just cause so much headache. I would rather take a, a kid who jumps half that if they're just a great kid who works super hard and they're fun to be around and interesting. Um, and, and, you know, it's hard to tell a kid, Hey, be more interesting, but you know, it's de develop, develop yourself as a person. The volleyball will come. Yeah. If you're, if you're a hardworking person who's fun to be around and easygoing, I think that goes a lot further than, like I said, that grump who's just, you know, yeah, they can do this one thing really well, but other than that, no one wants to be around them. Um, yeah. I, 
I think people are catching on a lot more now than it used to be, you know, with the money ball of things like, oh, she's worth this many kills. I think people are realizing, you know, the, the connections matter a lot more than the numbers and the metrics. We just, we can get a lot more out of, out of a good person. And obviously that's subjective, but uh, for me, it's, that's what I focus on. And I, I talk to kids for our school. I try to scare them the first time I talk to them. I tell them all the bad things. You know, I tell them some good stuff too, but I'm like, look, if I can tell you these things and you're still interested, well, all right, you're a little crazy. That's <laughs> cool. And that's the, that's what I look for. I like kids who have a little bit of an edge to them. Um, you know, there's one kid who I, I obviously won't say her name, but I told her no five times and she just got, Hey, I'm going to play for you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And no, I told her no five times. She just kept hammering me with it until she kind of browbeat me into, I'm fine. I'm going to watch this whole match. And I'm going to sit here and watch it. And she came and she ended up starting three of her four years. And just that personality, that tenacity to keep coming after me. She's like, no, I want to come there and play for you. And I just, I wasn't interested because as a player, she wasn't there. But it, it was, you know, that, that personality is what made me actually fall in love and want to get that kid to come play for me. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really great advice. I feel like a lot of times we hear about that they need to be academically strong and all those other type of things. But it's nice to hear that you also are looking for just like good people. Like it teaches, it's good advice to, for kids to, as they're developing and wanting to play for a university, that coaches are also looking for a good personality, that they should also develop their character. Yeah. And there's a lot of ways to do it. Like the resources are out there. You just got to look and it's same with, you know, getting bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. Fine. Look it up online, mm-hmm. do some sit-ups, whatever. But the other stuff, you've got to actually go out and experience life. You know, yeah. whether that's travel or do just do different things. Like we've got to get kids to not not be so robotic and think this is the only way to do things. Mm-hmm. So, kind of my last question for you. I know there's a lot of crazy things happening in the world right now. But what's your what's your next adventure, and what are you most excited about for your next season? Oh goodness, um, you know, kind of just getting them back. You know, our spring season got got cut pretty abruptly, and uh, I'm not a big softie or anything, but I, I do miss having the players around and um, hopefully they don't hear this, but yeah, I mean, I, it just feels weird not seeing them every day and just being able to get together as a group. And, you know, there's all, all the inside jokes that we have and, you know, they just don't come through when we're doing FaceTime or zoom calls. The the jokes don't land when there's, yeah. when there's not a group around. So I just kind of miss having the team around. Um, you know, we, we bring back a lot of, our starters from last year. So that's exciting. And, you know, all those freshmen having a full season under their belt is great. And they made some big improvements when we did have spring, but um, yeah, I just, I just think getting them back on campus is, is what I'm looking forward to. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's really great. It sounds like your team has a pretty good bond and that you have a good bond with the girls as a coach. That's awesome. We have our moments. So I don't want to, <laughs> don't want to paint the prettiest picture. Of course we, we like any family, we argue. Yeah. Um, you know, we put the fun in, or the, the fun and dysfunctional, I suppose. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely have a lot of fun together. That's so great. We're super excited to watch um, the next season that you guys get to play and see how your team goes with those freshmen that you've been able to have on this season and how they'll, how they'll do next season. And as you, as your team grows and as you mold that team, we're excited to watch you guys play and see the success that you'll have. Well, thanks. Hopefully we make it out to you guys sometime.
Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.